Hey, I'm Kate. And I'm Rachel. And I'm Hannah. And this is Feast, Sheath, and Shatter. <laughs> is it hot in here or is it just me tuning in to hear these three chatting about fantasy novels of the spicy variety? Not your average book club if you know what I mean. Are you happy to see us? Or is that a dagger? It's feast, sheep, shatter. It's feast, sheep, shatter. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome back. Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, this is, we have a first on the podcast. Uh, we all learned last week that Rachel is, in fact, human. It's, what? Yeah. yeah like, she doesn't learn that too. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll hold it over her head forever. Um, she hated that we added structure and she intentionally deleted the <laughs> podcast because uh, my little ADHD brain was trying to get us on like a certain schedule and she was like, I hated that and she deleted it. So we're here I again. I believe it's uh, unforeseen technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> that is how we have framed it since then. Uh, but let's be real and honest. Uh, as three women who've been reading fantasy their entire lives, we are here to talk again about a book and our feelings yeah so here we are talking about the first two sections of house of earth and blood by sarah j mass i don't know if you've heard of her never covered her books before no it's our first time for first time i've never heard of her before this moment yeah she's she's not she's all right she's all right so we're going to talk about um try and hit some of the kind of macro things in earth of earth and blood um, but first, we'll start off with Hannah. Yes. What did you think about the first two parts of this book? I I, I think that I really enjoyed them. What were they about? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first two parts are the hollow. So we've talked about this before, but just to reiterate, mm-hmm. the seven sections before the end of Sky and Breath are the seven layers of hell. One hell. L. One different L. planet. Seven princes. Seven layers. So this one is the hollow, or the Halloween, <laughs> as I like to call it, and yeah. uh, the chasm. No, 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 no. I lies to you. Wait, what is it? The trench. Mm, yes. The trench. Uh-huh. Yes. So the hollow. The hollow. Right. What it's you got? A lot of trauma. <laughs> yeah. Lots. Uh, we meet some people. We get. We get all of these lovely relationships ripped out of our hands torn away from us um and the reason you call it the hollowing is because bryce gets hollowed out yeah. she becomes a shell yeah. of a person yeah yeah she just becomes a shell of herself she goes through some really traumatizing shit and that's basically where we end the hollow yeah what order so we know rachel we know what order rachel read these books in because we've been along with her journey yes. her journey has mm-hmm. been with us on the pod <laughs> yes it has. um so this is your 14th book <laughs> congratulations <laughs> really you. accomplishing things here um but what order have what order did you read sarah j masson i read akatar akatar sorry and then i read <laughs> and then i read throne of glass and then i read akatar again Heard on that. Okay, mm. so not counting rereads, it was Akatar, Throne of Glass, um, Crescent City. Right. And I believe that is whenever I'm 
telling new people about whenever I'm spreading the gospel. Correct. Doing the good Lord's work. Uh, Doing the cauldron's work. (laughs) Doing the cauldron's work. Um, Doing Cthona's tits Doing Cthona's tits. Yeah. Yeah. Doing the Erd's good work. Doing the vat of Erd's good work. By Erd, you should read Akatar first. Yeah. I I would go, yeah. I would agree. Cthona's tits. You should. So I like to ask people... I like to personalize it a little bit more. I think that if you are a fantasy reader like myself, mm-hmm. um, I, I reading Throne of Glass first worked for me mm-hmm. because, I mean, those are the kind of books I read. So yeah. I just think it has to do, but I agree if someone, like I have- If they're not used to fantasy. If they're not, if you if it's like, if they need the most accessible em, intro. Hit them with that resand. Or, yeah. Yeah, or if they are a reader- like Rachel, who is a little bit more discerning and has a little bit more high like expectations for the art of writing. <laughs> a smarty pants. Um, a smarty pants, if you will. <laughs> um, no. You know, I think that Thanks. there are pieces of Akatar that feel a little bit more like, oh, that's the stuff I want to read right yeah, there. Yeah, Akatar's a little bit less YA. I, yeah. I think Throne of Glass would have been too YA for me to start with. I'd have been like, no. Mm-hmm. No, thanks. No, this is too young adult. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So I always like to ask those questions. But so you came to Crescent City. I, I The whole reason why I ask is because I want to get you guys as like, what did you think of the first hundred pages of this book the first time you read it, if you can remember? I just remember having my heart ripped out. I remember I felt like Bryce. Yeah. I just felt so robbed of everything. And I... I've said this before, I think, on the other time we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the other two hours of our lives that was trash? But in my gullible brain, you know, I'm very gullible. Accidentally trash. Yeah, let's not use <laughs> accidentally in quotes. Let's not say gullible. Let's say you're a vibes reader. Um, you read for vibes. Okay. All right. We'll say that. Um, you believe I, everything they I tell really you. I <laughs> really believed that I was reading a book about this wolf pack and about, <laughs> you know, I, I thought it was going to be Danica forever. Yeah, one man wolf pack. And, yeah. you know, Danica does turn out to be a, a main character in yeah. all these books, but I didn't know she was going to die. From the grave. Yeah. I Car- felt like the opening to Up. That's what the first hundred pages are. Exactly. Oh my goodness, that would be an amazing way to start 100. that show. Yeah. Like, what if the first like you you do the show, and instead of having do, an do, ep- do, do, yeah do, do. and an episode, you have like a ten minute like just montage mm-hmm. of them having a great time together and then living the, their best lives, and then and the then, show, yeah, and then yeah. pulp. And then pulp. <laughs> and then pulp. Yeah. Just like and then pulp. in the boys. That was something I mentioned the first time is that all the pulpiness of the dead bodies reminds me of the boys and generation Gen V, where like just the way that they it's like CGI pulp. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just Blech. yeah. Hard to take in. Yeah. Um so my just to what about your first hundred pages? Yeah, it was the opening from up. So how did you feel going from, you know, you've had some thoughts on like Throne of Glass, the first few books there. You've had some feelings about (laughs) um, some of the books. So your intro to Crescent City, how did that feel? Um, I really like the setting. 
I prefer this setting to her like swords and yeah. like her medieval fantasy setting. Like she feels like she inhabits this world more than she did the throne of glass world. The throne of glass world very, very felt like I read fantasy. I know what a fantasy setting is. I'm just going to put them in that world where there's pirates and fairies and Ugh, pirates. everybody Gross. travels by horse and <laughs> yeah, whatever. And there's small creatures and no electricity. And this was like, Hey, let me, <laughs> let me figure out how to take that and give them cell phones. Right. And laptops. And computers. Yeah. And mix the magic and the science. Right. Which I will say this probably more than once. I think she does really well. It's like one of my things that I actually really like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the uniqueness of this setting would have made me read this regardless of the plot. Just how unique the world is that she creates for this. It so, didn't feel like, oh, good, another fantasy novel. So it sounds Great. like to Aww. me, Rachel, what I'm hearing you say is that you're a fan. You like this one. You're a fan. <laughs> I did fan. like the first one. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I don't like, we're going to, re- we're going to reverse what she just said. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't just say that. We're not there yet. I don't okay, want to hear okay. I don't need it. I'm not ready to listen to you bash on Sky and Breath yet. Um, so let's just pause. It wasn't Stick bad. to the Halloween. It wasn't bad. Um, it just wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah. Well, I have said previously um this is actually of all of her fifth i'm just Just messing just just stirring the the cauldron stirring the cauldron (laughs) do one thing wrong give me a a go get me ataraxia and i'm just gonna stir the cauldron with it um that's actually what we use her second great sword for it's just it's a cauldron stirrer perfect Mm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i i love this book Lahaba, you will hear me. My, I, I relate to Lahaba more than any character ever that's ever existed. And as a lifelong reader, I think I will be able to say for quite some time until my obsessive hyperfixation ends that, excuse me, House of Earth and Blood is my favorite book of her fifteen books. I think that it is clean and crisp. And the pacing is good, and I think that Sarah hit her stride and figured out the kind of novel that she wants to write, the kind of books that she wants to write. It is satisfying. It is emotionally impactful. It does everything that I personally want a book to do, and it does it at a level and a tier that I cannot think of another book that does it as well for me. Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of other people might not agree, but... For me, this book is perfect. But that being said, the first time I read it, I think I had to start it several times because I was listening to it. I wasn't looking at the words. And that does make a difference for the way I'm absorbing the context. Mm -hmm. But going into this universe that is modern and all of a sudden having all of these, like, the the amount – of info dumping that we get in the first hundred pages, the in this first part, is insane. It's it's a lot. And when you finish the book, you know, after that incredible ending, like we are assuming we didn't do a spoiler warning. So here it is. <laughs> We're gonna talk about every book that we've read before this. Yeah. We might talk a little bit about Sky and Breath. Um, if you've we we hope at this point you have read this book. 
Because if you haven't, then I'm just not sure what kind of choices you're making. Right. <laughs> Don't listen to us talk Go about home it. and yeah. rethink your life. Go home and read it if you care about spoilers. Yeah. Some do, some don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but the end of this book, when you figure out who the big bad is in this book, when you've watched Bryce vacuum up the ashes in the most epic way possible— you realize you literally got every almost all the information that you needed, not necessarily to solve the puzzle, yeah, but that you were presented with the info at the very start of the book, mm-hmm. yeah. And the cl- like, it's so acute in yeah. the way it's like presented. This is a modern fantasy murder mystery. Mm-hmm. That is not something we've seen her do before. No, you know, I think it was executed fairly well. I mean, I don't think that the plot of this book is, like, the strongest. I think the plot's fine. I don't think it's the strongest part of it. For no. me, it's the emotional connections. And that's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the character development. Yeah, the character that they pull you through. Right. Although, if you look at where she went from Throne of Glass, where it was kind of a murder mystery because people were getting murdered, but she was like, maybe his organs fell out falling <laughs> down the stairs. Yeah. Like, we go from that. Oh, do you remember? Did, what do you think about that part? Oh, do I? You know what? Listen to that episode. I'm sure I talked about it for like 45 minutes. So then we come to this book where it's like, oh, we're actually going to investigate. And are they like trained investigators? Not necessarily. Well, Bryce isn't. isn't, But But we don't make huge like, oh, that doesn't. Oh, that guy got killed right next to where the other guy got killed. Oh, that was probably an accident. Yeah. We don't make organs fell out. That's (laughs) that happens on the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. So she she basically is doing like law and order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and Sarah J. Mass grew up in New York City. So she is a city girl. And you could feel her connection to mm-hmm. city life in this. I think that at some point she has been a party girl um, because we get this intro. This is something that, like, we kind of see Nesta do, but kind of a reverence for partying and having friendships and being right out of college and living that like the best years of your life right Mm -hmm. Bryce is older she's not a teenager because teenagers that that mentality doesn't work in a modern setting right like you you know you're battle hardened 19 in Prithian yeah but a 19 year old in Midgard is like a 19 year old here yeah yeah so her characters are a little bit older yeah graduated from college and, um, like, really living up our friendships, our boyfriends, our roommates, you know, doing drugs. We get a lot of coke and weed. Yeah, Mirth yep. Root. And Light Seeker. Yeah. You know, and um, we've got this human fey girl, right? And she's not, like, we always get human crosses. Like, Sarah really wants us to, like, love our humanness. Mm-hmm. But also be Faye at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. So, she likes a high powered character. She does. And her readers like a high powered character. I, I do prefer that. Because she tried to get personally, about, I do. I don't want to read about humans. Like the most hated Ugh. character ever is Kale. <laughs> yeah. He's, and he's the, the only fucking like, human. He's the only basic human. ass Poor Kale. Kale. Yeah. I like Kale. I do. I right. do like Kale. We don't hate Kale. Kyle. No, Kyle. I don't know. This, this podcast does not hate Kale. I don't hate Kale. I'm just saying that, like, he is the most hated. You hate Kale? Make different choices. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're allowed to have an opinion. Yeah. Just question yeah. whether it's That's because he's human. Fine. He's literally the only one who's not. 
yeah, Kale. Power Kale is the friend that you already have. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, and he shows up a little wonky in a fantasy book. And he went to therapy, and he did the work, and he's and trying. Then he met the you know? most incredible wife of all time, who can probably do a C section. Probably one hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. She, she could definitely. teach everyone in Prithian how to do that. Yes. Science. <laughs> yeah, you know who else could? Hypaxia, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we won't be petty. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've got this human fake girl, all these people around her, which we're kind of like, what? What's going on? Like, they're all trying to kind of protect her. Like, we get introduced to this world that is set up very much like the Roman Empire. One of the cute little things that happened on the last podcast that was erased <laughs> was um, I realized that it's like Rome. It is Rome. It's Rome. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's like a Hills. city of Rome. Yeah. Seven, yeah. Yeah. So she's everyone's got like sun glistened skin it's and there's on the Mediterranean gro- groves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's I believe all, your words were, it's almost like it's Rome. And we were like, it is Rome. And then I Rome. was like... <laughs> Oh, oh, and it was a funny moment if you were there, and yeah. we were there, but we'll tell it to you from our memory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I love you so much, and I appreciate everything quit. you do. No, please don't quit. You quit. We will just I want you to know that if Kate or I were in charge of, of, happened four of times. this type of, of the technology aspect of this, there would be no podcast. There would be no episodes. Yeah. No hobby cast. Nobody has a hobby cast. Nope. We go home after we work home. and that's it. But anyways, this is a good joke though. It's, it's funny. But if you yeah. if, if you're you if, get one podcast to rip me about this. Okay. One. And then we'll never And then never speak of it we'll again. We'll never I'll never speak that's of it fun. again. No, you can speak of it again. Okay. I just if it's relevant. <laughs> Kate's like I can't promise. I I look, I pedestal you because I just, you're such a competent human being. So you make one mistake and I just can't forget. (laughs) When when Kate and I go blunder through our everyday lives (laughs) and do this type of thing daily, it is so much fun to know that Rachel can do something like this. (laughs) Yeah. So as we're like crying and Rachel's giving us. Task, tasks, and action-oriented goals. You know, we'll be like, okay, you know, yeah. But anyways, we've got this Roman Empire type thing, and there's this, you know, oppression and enslavement and that kind of thing is a theme that we see pretty frequently in her books. Yeah. But in this one, we've got this very like structured hierarchical society. Cast. We've we've got almost a caste system. You know, we find out really early on that our like male protagonist Hunt Athelar, Orion Hunt Athelar, Orion is an enslaved angel that yeah. rebelled, and you know the Asteri fucked him up. We got these Asteri folk that we hear really early on about. She does a much better job of setting the scene, and like, uh, like we understand the stakes and the power of these folks way more organically yeah. than in some of her previous writing. And it's been, this is such a great point of like where Throne of Glass started and then where we are in Crescent City. Yes. But yeah. I think her world building is great. I, I really like it. And every time I read it, I I, well, I think I've read it six times. <laughs> <laughs> 
this year. <laughs> Six times this year. Um, in about a year and a half. S- since August of 2022, I've read it. Six times. And um, every time you read it, you 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 catch on a little bit more. You're like, damn, yeah. she mentioned that? It's yeah. like I could have almost figured it out. Uh-huh. But, you know, um, the... Oh, sorry, my brain. I just lost my brain. Oh, houses. I was on a, wanted mm-hmm. to talk a little bit about the houses. Yeah. We get this intro at the very start of it where we get this breakdown of one of the ways that they've kind of pitted the people of Midgard against each other is they've put all these different magical type veneer or creatures yeah. lower than the higher forms um, in these houses. And one of the questions that we asked was, what is your favorite house and what is your least favorite house? Oh, what house would you be in? What house would you be in and what house would you want to destroy? <laughs> um, I said I would be in... Um, Earth and Blood, I think, because mm-hmm. of the witches. Yeah, because you're a witch. Because I fancy myself a witch. <laughs> yeah. And I would really hate to be in Sky and Breath because I'm afraid of heights. Reasonable. <laughs> Reasonable reasons. <laughs> yeah. I think I said Flame and Shadow. 100%. For sure. Yes. Slytherin, Flame and Shadow, Slytherin. vampires, <laughs> anything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just who you are. It's who I am. Did you say which one you would least prefer? I don't think we got there, but maybe the air one. Yeah, I think you Sky said the breath. waters one. Did I? No, you I said, said the like... waters because you don't want to be pruny. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I would be House of Sky and Breath, no doubt. Yeah. Make me a fae princess with yeah. some wings. Give me fae angels, which they are probably the same thing anyways, as we see like the draken. Like Draken and Miriam in Prithian are basically mm-hmm. Fey angels, so yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. But and then I just yeah, I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't, I just don't relate to House of Waters. Although <laughs> Rachel has a really good point in Sky and Breath, they are much more, they're a lot cooler in Sky and Breath. Yes, I yeah. fuck all the rest of the plot. I want to be on the like octopus shaped city mm-hmm. ship. Down mm-hmm. in the ruins of whatever's happening at the, we're we're there for like two seconds. They're like, "What's this?" And it's like, "Oh, it's a ruin. It's like there's some carvings in the wall." Anyway, look, we're gonna go old. back. Anyone want to go back to Crescent City? Be like, no. Can I volunteer to stay here? Like, I don't want to yeah. go back to Crescent City. Yeah, it's nice down here. Yeah, yeah. and the leadership seems a lot more mm-hmm. um, democratic or just reasonable. The queen sees, yeah. seems, seems like cool. Ted Lasso is the like really running the show out there. Yeah, you know? just healthy. I think so. Yeah. They're being chased. They're being chased by like the evil submarines, and they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, it's fine. We look like a rock." Yeah, they're all just like walking. <laughs> Watch <around>. this. <laughs> and they just like yeah, they just like fly past them. Yeah, right. That's one of the way. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was just thinking about how we just talked about sky and breath in the middle. It's fine. If you are listening, you said we already said the second half of Crescent City technically. Yeah, so. I'm just thinking about if you were trying to listen as but you, you go. already did a spoiler. I you already did. said we might talk I about don't it. Don't have to address it again. Nope. No. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. Um. So we have our houses. So we've got the House of wa- Many Waters. We've got the House of Flame and Shadow. We've got the House of Sky and Breath, and then the House of what did I miss? Flame and Shadow, Earth and Blood, Sky and, blood. and Breath, Many Waters. Oh, there's four. Yeah. 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 Which is a neat way to organize it, but it's also just another way to structure people against each other. Yeah. Because if people are hating each other, then they don't look up. Right. Which, uh, 
Maybe I want to talk about this next time. Well, it's a theme we don't introduce until Sky and Breath. Yeah, I'll yeah. save it. Okay. I'll, I'll write it down. Okay. Mentally. Just remember that. Okay. Okay. I'm write it down mentally. Look at our outline mm -hmm. here. Good. Don't delete it. Um, <laughs> don't delete it. Take a note. Make notes. Let me look at my outline here that I have on paper. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, we didn't really talk about this so much. I don't know in the last one, but just thinking about it now that you have read Sky and Breath. Um, and just like zooming out, why do you think Sarah chose to divide it? Like knowing where we end up at the pit, why do you think she chose the seven layers of hell? <laughs> I'm scared. Of what? I don't know. Of spoiling something. Okay. Because why would she split the first two books into the seven layers of hell unless the third book is going to take us to a completely different place? Yeah, I I agree. Like I, it, uh, you know what? Unless hell's Things, not an actual. We're gonna other talk planet. a little bit about Sky and Breath. Y unless what? Hell's not an actual other planet. But she confirms in the book it is. In Sky and Breath, it's kind of confirmed that it's another planet. Because we see the... It's uh, an it's another place. Well, the Asteri have the... Orrery. Orrery. Yeah. I wasn't sure how much you wanted to talk about it. Ah, I don't really... Let's just... You know what? Sorry, we're going to talk about Sky and Breath, too. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're we can do it. another Sky and Breath um, episode, too. And we will. This is like... Uh, this is kind of the silver lining I thought of for having to redo the first one, was we can kind of talk about stuff that we find out in the first book. I also wanted to talk about things that we forgot to talk about in the last episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we can do that, too. Which, yes... Because we did not go ahead. I mean, considering all the other things that the Asteria lied about, there's absolutely no reason why they're like, hey, this unlocked room in our secret fortress right. has this, has literally everything you need to know. Okay, that, never mind. We will talk about it when we get to that part because that part bothers me. <laughs> yeah, we need to save Rachel's rant for yeah. next episode. Rachel's um, rant. Because I think I, I do, you did enjoy this book. I so did enjoy this book. And on I the didn't positivity. not enjoy the next book. There yeah, just, I mean, there are things about it that are not ideal. Um, I can't think of any because I, I mean, I personally so can't think of anything, I can't, but, but <laughs> I'm always open to your but perspective. Yes, I, but I, I believe you. That is who we are. This is my favorite series of hers so far. I know. Say it again. Okay. This is my favorite series of hers so far. I love it. If I have a nitpick, it's not that I don't like the book. Sometimes right. I will, that's part of how I like a thing is the, the whole thing. Yeah. Like, Knowing the flaws yeah. and the parts that are good and then kind like, of accepting the whole and thing. And if you ever listen to any of Rachel's other podcasts, she literally has an entire podcast about one television show that she picks apart on a weekly basis because she loves it so much. Yes. Yeah. So. And a lot of that is me making fun of it, too. Yeah. And it's a, that's part of how I like a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly okay. Yeah. On this podcast. Yes. On TikTok, not so much. <laughs> um, that's why I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like in this scope of things, because we're all mature adults, we make a lot of space for people to have different opinions. Um, well, there's different ways of enjoying a thing. There's mm -hmm. like, I only like the good parts and I just la 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 through the bad parts. And then there's like. I want to know the whole thing. Right. And yeah. if anybody comes at me and is like, hey, that section doesn't make any sense. I'm like, agreed. But here's the six other things that I liked about it. 
And yeah. like, mm-hmm. I'm a, I don't feel offended. Yeah. I also thought that part didn't work. That doesn't reduce my enjoyment of the whole of the thing. Right. Well, and yeah, I, I do understand, like, and we'll, we'll save that to next time. I'm going to move on because I don't want to talk about Sky and Breath too much. So we get this intro. I, I think one of the things that I really like to talk about, I think is really important, is her character development and the way that her character's relationships and dynamics, the impact that those have on the story, like we said earlier. There is plot and action to these stories, but mm-hmm. really what connects you is her ability to build relationships. Yeah. And we get this very beautiful friendship. You good? Yeah. Okay. Taking a deep breath. I know. Deep breaths make me feel scared. (laughs) (laughs) It's called drama. (laughs) It's just trying not to be heard on the mic. Okay. Okay. I was like, oh, God. My hypervigilance kicked in real quick. Oh, God. (laughs) You're like, oh, no. (laughs) A deep breath. Here it comes. No, it's fine. Is everybody okay? Um, but we get these friendship dynamics and I, I love a friend. I love found family. That seems to be something that is always a theme throughout her books. Mm -hmm. So we immediately get this beautiful friendship between Danica and Bryce. And we get this glimpse of how good at intuiting people Bryce is. And we get these little clips of her cleverness, like really early on, like her ability, like Danica shows up. And she sees a couple things that are off. Um, like she's like, uh, Danica's like dirty and needs a shower. Oh my god, there's something something big is happening. What's going on? And that that really like subtle way of her using the dynamics between these characters and these really intuitive close friend like the way that she creates the closeness on the page Mm -hmm. i really love that about these books because you don't even realize how connected you feel through their relationships yeah and danica is dead through Mm -hmm. the whole book yeah and she is a living character Mm -hmm. and i just think that that adds so much to the story in a way that some of you know we it's just it's a new it was fresh Compared to her other books. Yeah. Unless you are talking about um, Elena. (laughs) She's a lot better. (laughs) And she's a lot better in these books of showing us and not telling Telling us. us. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know that was a big thing for, you know, in Throne of Glass. I am the, well, in Selena Sardathian, you have had to have read Throne of Glass to be listening to this or go home. Or yeah. we'll give you a... Or don't care about spoilers. <laughs> or don't care about spoilers. But Selena Sardathian was a facade. She was a mask. Yeah. And so we got a lot of, I am the greatest assassin that's ever lived. And everyone else is like, you see her? She's the greatest assassin that ever lived. Right. But we get... There these... she goes. <laughs> the greatest assassin, <laughs> assassin that's, that's ever lived. <laughs> but like in this story, we talk about the Asteri with this like power and reverence like oh fuck who are these authoritative leaders they're like stars they're literally star stars we get this glimpse at um the the hind i love the way that she enters lydia servos right because i mean i'm just gonna say it lydia servos is probably a descendant of aelin like there's no way she's a stag shifter you know she's She's a stag shifter with an uh, 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 emerald ring and a fire. She shows up as fire. Yeah. You know? like. Yeah. So I think, damn, 
I don't want to say that right now. I was talking about the the, the dynamics and the way she builds yeah. and the way she gives oh, yeah. us information. Yes. Um, she just does it way more like subtly and organically versus just telling us what we're supposed to right. think and feel. Yeah, it's a lot of this is a much more mature writer. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And much more mature editors. Yeah. Probably a lot of good higher paid. Higher like paid. Like really, editors. really talented yeah. editors. Like mm-hmm. you're making us a boatload. Because of money. she's a, a shit. Here's a team. Like, yeah. Like yeah. her books are selling like, you know, this in all, you know, something we can talk about, House of Flame and Shadow comes out in eight days. Um, this book is doing things that none of her other books have ever done with the TikTok and Bookstagram and this revitalization of people like reading, 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 reading. Like, we're going to read. We love reading. We love to read. We love reading so much. And there's so many people reading again. Um, this is the first book that's come out. In a time where her stuff is this popular. Yes. You know, there are Mm -hmm. hundreds of people doing the same thing that we're doing, which is having a podcast about Mm -hmm. books, you know? And um, this book is, God, my thoughts. I just, nope, I lost it. I don't know where I was going with it. Mm. It had a place. It was, I was heading down a road. This book is doing things. Um, this is the first one that's come out when she's so popular on TikTok and all yep. those other ones. And yeah, well, I think we addressed it in the episode that actually got posted was um, <laughs> she's also generating her own like controversy. Yeah, which I just to circle back to that a little bit. Apologies for saying circle back. Um <laughs> She did not post any more spoilers. Like, the other teasers came out, and Sarah didn't post them. I don't think she was running her account. I don't think she had a call on that. I don't think she liked the criticism and the feedback that came from it. Yeah. Um, I think that she was like, nah, dog, I'm not posting any more of them. Bloomsbury, you go for it. Because the next one that came out, she had nothing. She did not post. In fact, she just cre- recreated her own page in which I found <laughs> all of the font and all of the branding for so that I can make things look like her stuff. Yay! Yeah. You should have seen me and Rachel having a conversation. I'm like, um, sorry, can you tell me how to figure out a font from a webpage? <laughs> and like, I was so proud of myself because what you told me to do, I had already done. Um, and so I had kind of already figured it out faster nice. than my techie friends could answer. And I was like, wow. I'm so proud of you, Kate. Sometimes you you're did good. Sometimes you're okay. Yeah. Sometimes you know, sometimes you're okay. <laughs> but yeah, this book is the, oh yeah, this is just the first book that's coming out at this level. Yeah. And um the stakes high. are high. Stakes are high. Yeah. Yep. Stakes are really high. But we get this intro, you know, our first time around was pretty cool cuz we talked a lot about the um <laughs> We talked a lot about the world building and the kind of world she creates. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we I like all the angels flying on their cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> like, how can you hear? <laughs> they they have noise canceling oh, technology. Obvious. Oh, okay, okay. Obvious. Yeah. Obvi. yeah I it's mean, not they on can, page, but they can pay how can you text and fly? Because he will text and fly. Who? How? Hunt? Hunt. I don't know. Do they I mean, have, you like, don't have to, like. Do they have flying lanes? I am so. Curious about that myself. <laughs> How regulated are the flying lanes? I just yeah. think they do whatever they want. I think the they do too. Fly really low, like just above the tops of the cars, 
And then the angels fly really high. They fly above the buildings. And they fly above the buildings. Yeah. The building the the so. the angels have all the money. Um they live in the CBD, which is not hemp you know, or a form of the central business district. The central business. Would yeah. we start using that? abbreviated before we use it full so it took me a really long time because she was throwing the dump at you Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i know i she was immersing i think it took me four reads and then fire i I remembered what the fuck is fire the only one that roses doesn't get a shorting short one is the wolves one the like moonwood yeah well then where does the where do the uh, the humans live asphodel meadows yeah asphodel meadows right Right. That's the human quarter. Yeah. Human section of the city. But we've got all these gates and these portals. And we've had gates and portals in previous books. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, we dealt with a lot of gates and portals with Aelin. So it'll be curious to see how those things show up again in our future installments. Yeah. <laughs> And we, as we learn more and more about what these gates and these portals do, I like the use of. She has a lot of gods, and Rachel had the best theory. Go ahead. Which one? The god theory. Your god theory. But she said she didn't know what it was. Are we talking about Erd? No. Unless no. y'all had another conversation. We did it without me. No. She said like one sentence, and you were like, "Huh?" And she was like, "I don't know." Oh. <laughs> I said I need to. I need to figure out. I don't uh-huh. remember enough of Akatar. Like I have yeah. forgotten a lot of Akatar. Yeah, you've only read I it once. I yeah, you have only read it yeah. once. Oh, do you want to like, reread? What if they're all... I've read it five times. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what if they're all adventure stories in each other's worlds? Right. Yeah. I thought I love that. I think that. Um, I really do think we get way, way too mention, too much mention of time being time, and we haven't had any kind of time movement and i think time is going to be something that we see shift in future worlds Mm. where like like nesta and the strings i think that aelin happened fifteen thousand years ago i think aelin is in the (gasps) past i think aelin ruled a long time ago and i think that the prithian universe and the midgard universe are current i would like that yeah because it would mean aelin doesn't come back (laughs) Well, I think they can travel through time. Cage. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. You're always trying to kill Aelin. I thought it was done. Oh. Yeah. Well, and then she you know. pops back up. Hi, I'm the greatest assassin in the whole but world. Maybe They're she's, like, what's oh wrong with maybe you? Maybe she's older now. Just give her candy. She'll shut up. No, yeah. she would never eat candy. She's the greatest assassin. No, just watch this. Watch. Somebody just puts candy down. And she's like, candy. And runs over. <laughs> well, she was a young woman. She was allowed to have her vulnerabilities and candy was one of them (laughs) she's allowed to have that if she's not in competition with a bunch of like thieves and murderers right who are all Mm -hmm. living in the same area all the same in the same castle all at the same time yeah okay okay i can see i can see the plot point (laughs) in the plot hole that you're referring to i get it we've agreed we've agreed that it was she was 17 silly and May have let her assassin's guard down. Maybe she was trusting her secret fae poison. No, it was just like a little plot hole. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. She wasn't the mature writer. She's going to be in Crescent City. Right. Yeah. Well, and um, we get the, in this first, and 
this the first Hubble. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's my birthday. Happy, happy birthday! birthday. <laughs> That's probably why I can't focus. Everybody's my birthday. Say happy birthday if you're listening. Um, happy birthday! Happy birthday. <laughs> birthday! The trench. Let's just talk about the trench. Yeah. Okay. So. In the Halloween, we meet Bri- we meet Bryce. We see Bryce being happy, being a party girl. She's super irreverent. Mm-hmm. She's wearing this like mask. Danica seems like they're best friends. Everything's going great. There's a pattern in writing for Sarah J. Mass. If somebody's doing really, really mm-hmm. well, unless it's the end of the book, you're about to get shit on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why she'll probably take Cassian away from us one day because he's just too much of a golden retriever. Stop it. I will fuck you up. <laughs> I will come to your we New meet York protected, security-ridden apartment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would I never. will find you. I will find you. <laughs> you wouldn't be the only one. Um, But we get this, yeah, we meet, it's crazy because we meet Rune at the very end of the Halloween. Like, we hear about her brother. Yeah. We hear about, you know, then we meet Isaiah, actually, we have a whole chapter that's from Isaiah's point of view. So we don't meet Hunt in his personness. We meet Isaiah talking about Hunt. Yeah. Who's the Umbra Mortis, which is the shadow of death. He's got gray wings, not white wings. Mm-hmm. You know who else has gray wings, guys? Who? Illyrians have gray wings, guys. <gasps> so what if you were like an Illyrian mixed with an angel? What color would your wings be, you think? Probably gray. Yeah, and... You know who else has gray wings? Who? Um, demons. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just something to think about. Hmm. Like one of the princes of hell, maybe. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. He's also got huh. angular eyes. Yes. He's described as having angular eyes as a character trait. And um, we know another, two cup, two other characters. Fury. There's another one in a book called <laughs> Akitor. <laughs> Amran. Amarin, yeah. right? Which is it's distinctive. Yeah, it's it's intentional, and we'll see why. Who knows? Um, but yeah. So then, once everybody's dead, and um, Bryce has saved some random angel on the street that we don't know, which was kind of an interesting choice, I guess, because that ends up being pretty significant later on. She just like beats him up. What I don't know. What are you talking she about? She beats up the demon. Yeah. With a table. But we see her do like incredible things and you don't know whether it's because she's like drug addled or because she's like a killer. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't make sense, Hannah. It's fine. Okay. It didn't. Well, she has the amulet on it. It's not supposed to make sense all the time. Sometimes you can just say things that are irrelevant to anything. (laughs) Great. (laughs) I'm sorry. Stop staring at me. We meet Rune. Back on track. Yeah, we meet Rune. Rune comes he shows barging up and he's like, in. That's my distant cousin, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's the finest motherfucker that we've ever seen in our entire <laughs> life. <laughs> like, like, Third cousin, cousin like, twice removed on my mother's side. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Back the fuck up. He's <laughs> like, when do you care about a cousin? He's like, I care about all things. I love my cousins. We, us face stick with our family. <laughs> No matter how family, sure means family. family is family is everything. <laughs> no matter how distant, really, di- like and then, and, so far. And Hunt's like, uh, "You sure you're not fucking?" And they're like, 
no. <laughs> no. He's like, Ew. no. How about, I thought it was kind of cruel how Victoria plays Bryce. Yeah, that's some bullshit. That was I actually terrible. really hate that. <laughs> I really hated that. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense why you would well, do it. Well, it's a good immediate glimpse into how cruel the society right. is that they mm-hmm. live in. Because she's not yeah. convicted of anything. And yet they were able to take her, detain her effectively torture she her. She has no protection. There's no, yeah. like, citizen's rights. And the only yeah. reason she doesn't get dragged off to actually be tortured is because Rune shows up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and protects his family. Distant cousin. Yeah. Yeah. With and they're like, sword. um, we got a problem, Rune Danon, the Valbaran, <laughs> Valbaran Prince of the Fae. Isn't yeah. that what he's called? Crown Prince of the Valbaran, Val... Whatever. <laughs> Valbaran. Valbaran Fae. <laughs> Which, guys... Does anyone else get an epithet every time we talk about him? Does anybody else have a surname every time we talk about him? It's like, um, why him, though? I don't know. Because I don't know either, but it's intentional in some way. Yeah. yeah. You know? Reese doesn't even have a last name. Yeah, he does. It's Starborn. <laughs> Just guessing. <laughs> or Morningstar, because he's Satan. Mm, Lucifer. Satan. Maybe. Satan! <laughs> and then we meet Sabine. Sabine, what a bitch. She's the most obnoxious character. She is. I just is. don't understand a mother that is so, I mean, she's just so low frequency egotistical. She's, she's like all ego. Yeah. It's all just, you're a bitch, she's a bitch. She's That's a, just a, bitch. a bad guy. Yeah, and her, her father seems so, you know, it just, typically characters who have that kind of personality and that sort of insecurity have, have like, some sort of something that happened Secret. to her. like a villain yeah. story. We don't have her orin- her villain origin story. Yeah. She's not as powerful as she should. Like she's not powerful, and so and she so covers up with it with just by like ego. Bravado. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's so mad at Bryce, which you know something to think about. I I mentioned <laughs> one of my friends on TikTok. Her, the, remember my friend Kate with yeah. the fairy and the magnifying glass? Because you can't, how else do you talk about emojis? She's yeah. got emojis in her name. She was talking about how, um, like, Bryce is never not protected. Yeah. You know, Ember, who is Bryce's mother, Ember, interesting mm. name, Autumn mm. King Ember Fire. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy stuff. Um, But didn't even want hurt Bryce to go to college until no. she found out that Danica Fendier was going to be her you know she was protected by Randall who was this incredible sharpshooting human war hero war hero yeah. she's like constantly protected Fury shows up Fury uh, doesn't yeah. go to college Danica happens to be her roommate she happens to be friends with Fury yeah Fury goes to college at for a assignment. job an yeah. assignment Fury gets Bryce's job. She gets mm-hmm. her job with Jessica. Mm-hmm. Jessica just happens to let her get away with everything. everything. Um, but yeah, Bryce is never not protected. And um, damn it, my brain. Sorry. So I mean, but it's then it's like, like a little tiny stroke every time. It like it's like a <laughs> yes. Like, Been there. I just like kind of like there. shuts down. It's too mm-hmm. cold outside. I think it's just because. I don't know what it is, but my brain just stops working. Yeah. It's really frustrating. Well, I was just thinking, like, in the trench, now we have her protected literally by... Hunt. The Umbra Mortis himself. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so they're going on their little investigation, and she has a bodyguard now that's living in her apartment with her. Yeah. Although she makes him stay on the roof. Roof for a minute. That's mm-hmm. really yeah. funny. Yeah. She walks around on her panties. He's like, oh, she's so funny. Can you open the, turn, turn the sunball game on and open the, can like, you open like the, move yeah, that can, curtain? I'm like trying to watch a reality show, man. Can you just, I'm <laughs> trying like, to watch it. No, fuck you. He's so, he's such an asshole at first. He is. Yeah. He's like, a he's, judgy. he's pretty uh yeah he's very judgy and he's pretty aggressive yeah he is he's got like some anger issues mm-hmm. yeah i mean I you mean, are the shadow of death you are like you know you do i don't expect a, you to be nice and yeah you have been enslaved for like 200 years and mm-hmm. sold and you cost 90 million dollars Mm-hmm. And you're super powerful, and half your power is just like stuck in your body. And you've killed yeah. like 127,000 people. And you've got to kill like 340,000 more. You've yeah. got to kill 10 times 15 more. <laughs> How many is that? 10 so times much. 15. So many. Too much. <laughs> um, but their, their relation, y'all, Sarah J. Mass has to be funny. She has. I know yeah. she definitely funny. is. Bryce is funny. Yeah. Bryce their is interaction funny. is hysterical. They are their good. hunt their, is funny. Their banter. Yeah. And let us just say that on this podcast, we like Hunt. We think that they are actually mates. Yeah. Why would we think they were not? A lot of people. Some people. Some fucking people. I'm just need therapy. I'm just kidding. You can think whatever you want. That's fine. Whatever. Read the next one where we had magic technicolor dream sex. You know what it is? (laughs) Literal mating happened. Magic moves them around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they. Winnowed. Honestly, because in a modern fantasy, you can't like meet and and love bomb the same way you would. Like you can't like Tamlin and Farah. Oh, is yeah! It don't Tamlin date? me. Is that because they have to? They yeah, they're like friends they get to lovers. To know each other because Sarah J. Mass was like, I'm gonna choose another type of relationship. They're immediately to, connected to each other. It right. just takes them a long time to like. They're mm-hmm. um, they meet the like like Be calls together. to like. They recognize their fucked upness. They're mirrors of each other. Yeah. They're both super fucking broken, which is why the trenches. A great. I really like the trench. That's literally them falling in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that next section, which we talked about, which actually made it on. We <laughs> it actually made it on the, when the canon opens may up have heard. and we get all the other characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like the trenches when they're in the trenches, falling in love, yeah. learning each other. Like their dynamic is really funny. Hunt has thought she was. Hunt thinks she's an idiot. Yeah. Think she then, is a brat. A party girl, like me, a Hannah call me a dumbass. It's fine. <laughs> what was that about again? Because I okay, I have a Taurus moon and I like material things. And there was this one pot that this pot oh. I really fucking wanted, and I wanted it for a long time, and I won't buy it for myself. And I told the my work I wanted this pot, and they did not get that pot at the Christmas party, and so I didn't want it. And she told me I was a brat, which they is fine. Just got a different <laughs> brand. It's not the same. And I got the pot because and I have to tell you that it is the best pot I got that I've ever had. And I got the pot I wanted for Christmas from Santa. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm happy that (laughs) That's fine. I saw a TikTok the other day of a therapist talking about Taurus Moons and he was like, Y'all really like your stuff. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. Can't help it. I was born this way. Yeah. Leave me alone. You know, I like Uh, my stuff. My nice stuff. I just want, I wanted that thing. I'm just, anyways, no, I digress. I, I was, digress. My eye was itchy. This wasn't a commentary. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Thank you for telling us that. Scratching my eye. Are <laughs> you mad? It's fine, it's fine. Are you mad? You mad? <laughs> I'm not mad. Is the energy in the room fine? Okay, oh, <laughs> everyone's fine. It's everyone's just cold outside. Fine. Yeah, I like the I liked this whole section because Sarah is really good when she's super micro when she's got a couple of characters mm-hmm. and she's just exploring those couple of characters. And this was a really nice. We didn't meet and we're immediately attracted. Even Feyre and Rhysand are not immediately attracted to each other. I mean, Feyre is not immediately attracted. Yeah. Rhysand knows exactly who she is. Well, physically, she's immediately attracted. She does see him and go, that's the most beautiful man I've ever seen. That's the most beautiful man I've ever seen. Well, Bryce thinks Hunt is hot. Yeah. She just thinks he's an asshole because he kind of eats. And she hates her father, who is a piece of shit Vayner man. Right. Like, that's another thing. Bryce's father is. Do we learn that? When do we learn that? I think we do. We learn that early on, but she doesn't expose herself until the second half. We don't learn that her dad is the Autumn King until the chapter where we meet Rune. Because I remember writing it down. Hmm. We meet. We learn it pretty quickly. We learn it at the in the first part. Yeah, in the very first section. It just yeah. takes a long time for it to be like significant in any way, right? Because mm-hmm. they're like, well, she doesn't have any power, and she's half human, so like, whatever. What, what fucking it doesn't matter? matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And then we, she's estranged from Brune because they had this one fight, and really, I mean, that was a really, really shitty thing for him to say to her. Right, and really, they've both like he wanted to be back with her, and she's forgiven him, but she's kept her distance for other reasons, and mm-hmm. she's just she's a very secretive character. Mm-hmm. Sarah J. Mass loves her secretive characters. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she's not weaponized secrecy. Like Aelin is. Mm-hmm. She's just like, there are things that other people don't need to know. And it doesn't make any difference. And it would harm them to know. So I'll keep it secret. Yeah, it's almost like a selflessness. Like it would probably do her more good if she was able to share her power. And yeah. she, you know, like that twist at the end where you learn, oh shit, she's like the starborn fae. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that would help her. In life. Yeah. She could get to, you know, because we know she's career oriented. Like, we know she wants a job that matters. She wants some purpose. She's just, like, really, you know, trying to get somewhere. That would really help her. But she's like, no, because I don't want to take it away from my brother. Yeah. Like, she loves very deeply. We learned that. Mm-hmm. I wonder what Bryce's, what would we say her birth, her sign is? What vibes do you get? I was thinking about this the other day. God, I wish I would have written it down. I, she she gives air sign to me. Oh, yes. I, I think that Bryce is probably like a Libra. I was going to say Libra with Aquarius moon, but I didn't want you to think I was trying to make her just like me. <laughs> I, I don't see. I think she probably has more of a water moon because the she reason is I so... thought Aquarius moon was only because of how she quickly she detaches yeah and how she does keep secrets or she's able to keep certain things secret but that's Um, not necessarily an aquarius vibe but i mean maybe i mean i'll hear you that the stubbornness that like built-in arrogance a little bit that's an aquarius thing so i could see that sorry I mean, I'm an Aquarius. What the fuck am I saying? Sorry for it. Like, that's real. 
real life shit. Why would you say sorry? You're an Aquarius. I am the Aquarius. Like I'm like sorry, Hannah, but like I'm an actual Aquarius. Yeah, and um, Aquariuses never apologize. So. I say I say sorry because I'm an adult Aquarius. I'm mm. a, yeah. I am a matured. I am a somewhat healed. I'm at like seventy five percent. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sixty three. Yeah, I'm at like seventy five. It's fine. I have my low frequency. Running moments. at a solid seventy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have my moments where I like am an asshole. You want to hear one of them? The other day at Olive Garden. I stopped by and um, <laughs> the little bartender, I was in hospitality for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. I like was really good at it. Are you mad at me for telling no, the story? No, I am not. <laughs> it was the deep breath, the deep breath. It's the Diet Coke. I, I'm trying to I'm gonna stop bringing Diet Cokes here. I am so traumatized <laughs> I'm by really gonna stop. deep breaths. We can't do Diet Cokes here anymore. Because of the burping. The burping and the sighing and like the pulling away. I, and you know it's what? It's really affecting eyes, all of us. It's like any kind of... Movement. It's a lot of symptoms. I think it's really just hypervigilance that's unhealed. So we're gonna take me back down to a fifty nine percent. But I'm at the OG. Walk into the OG Olive Garden, and I worked at an Olive Garden. That's where I got my hospitality start. Hospitaliano. It's lunch, and I always sit at the bar because, duh, like I just don't want to wait for a table. Sit in a booth. That's weird. And I'm walking over to the bar, and the bartender comes over, and she goes, my bar is not clean. None of my bar is clean. And Why? I said, do you want me to just stand here then? Because I mirrored her energy so fast and felt like such an asshole because I would have never talked – like. Like, the ownership of, like, this is my bar, and it is not clean, so you cannot sit down – person that's trying to eat yeah, here. Yeah, that's not you. I know. But I immediately responded mm-hmm. with it with like, okay, well, I'm going to fucking stand here then. And um, I immediately was like, Kate, you don't get out much anymore. <laughs> like, that wasn't that kind. And she apologized really fast. She's like, as she's cleaning it, she's like, I'm sorry, that was really aggressive. And I was like, no big deal. No problem at all. Like, I love that. And I know, but I just felt like such a dick. I was like, that was such... Like, my immaturity flared up. Like, my defensiveness. It my happens. like I mirrored her yeah. snappy, snidey energy. Mm-hmm. And as a hospitality person, I would have just, like, I would have just said, hey, oh, my God, I don't want you guys to get your sleeves wet. Give me just one second and mm-hmm. I'll clean this spot off. You know what I mean? I just would have handled it differently. But yeah. I, in that moment, I thought, damn, girl, you're a bitch sometimes. But it's fine. Like, bunny rabbit bitch, you know? Yeah. Like you said. <laughs> bunny rabbit bitch. <laughs> like a little that, bunny. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Do we meet Julie Ju- uh, Jolly Jubilee in the trench? Does he move in? And I think so. Yeah, because the end of the trench is when they go to the gun range. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I so think he, they are. And she picks up the gun, and he's like, "Oh God, I wish oh. that was my dick." Oh. Yeah, yeah. That was like the end. Yeah. We get the like the sexual tension yeah. starts to build at the end of the trench. Um, I think we find out the trench ends when we when we think for a minute that Sabine might have killed Danica, which yeah. I never it's like that. a two second long plot line. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. did she? No. Nope. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> Throw in a throwaway plot. Um but yeah, we get that at the end of that. Okay. Yes. That's one of my favorite where she's like, You thought it was because he's like, Oh my god. I need to show you something. And she's like, what? What is it? And it's her little figurines. She's like panicked. Yeah. And she's like, you thought that was a dildo, didn't you? And he's like, 
No, nothing. No comment. <laughs> like, it doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's purple. And it's it's, it's purple and glittery. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Jelly Jubilee. What a cute little thing to add in a book, you know? Love that. Yeah. And then her, of course, it having that depth of layer that she, first time she ever like fit in in any way because she's been ostracized her whole life. She wasn't getting picked at school. I'm so tired of her getting called a whore. Like, <gasps> I know. Well, oh, she does. So. I mean, that's a very common thing. Like, oh, everybody's getting called a whore all the but time. But usually she Aiden calls was a the whore. men whores. a whore. Bryce is a whore. She loves a man whore. She does love a man whore. A man whore. She does. It, it, just so, I was like, oh, God. I yeah, mean, just I, like get a, it. I get really, it. Really, like underdeveloped society yeah it was just it was a lot i mean come up with a new one energy you're all calling her the same thing come up with a new one yeah well they're a pack of wolves yeah they're like (laughs) sheep but scary and they're all shitty were you raised by wolves all the wolves are shitty yes yeah they were except for the pack of devils and the granddad the prime seems pretty reasonable pretty cool but sabine her Wolves are not like terrible. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. terrible. What happens when you have bad leadership? Yeah, bad management. Bad management. The makes... prime is the one who's like, she's a wolf. Yeah, because she has the sword, and he's like, yeah, because she's, she's a wolf. doing the right thing. She's yeah, protecting she's the innocent. Which leads us to the thing you wanted to talk about that we didn't talk about last time, which was we had a total um, overhead projector moment, and <gasps> we didn't talk about that at all. Micah, fetch the overhead projector. <laughs> Prepare the overhead projector. Get my vis-a-vis. Yeah, Micah was like, bring me my vis-a-vis. I brought my own transparencies. You he, ready to go? He walks in and lays out the. <laughs> he plot. had them pre-printed. You remember how they'd have them? Yes. No, you, you guys. In this, he you, he didn't use the overhead projector. He used PowerPoint. He oh, actually okay. probably used Google Slides. Oh, if yeah, we're gonna maybe. Be real. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. You know maybe. what I mean? Like, he, was like he had it in the cloud. Yeah, his cell phone forward the slide yeah you know he was doing like he like brought it in threw it up on the screen in the library and was like let me tell you why i'm the bad guy and this is how and i you might want to take this to my down ted talk uh, well, today my I name is micah how i am the bad guy i am the bad guy i own um i'm actually a very selfish man i don't know if you remember redna industries but i like money and i wanted synth to make me a lot of money i love power and I can be in a stary <laughs> if we can get the tattoo on your back to light up mm-hmm. and open some shit for me. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a good time. <laughs> there were diagrams. There were diagrams. There Venn were diagrams. Color. There yeah. were Venn diagrams. Yeah. yeah. There was a he brought his, star- his stock. <laughs> yeah. His stock portfolio in. Handouts. It was like a, the stock ticker was on there. Like, look at my industry. <laughs> he brought a TA look with much, him. Look how much money we've <laughs> laser pointer. Yeah. He's like, look how much more money we've made since we've synthetically done magic. <laughs> it's like straight up the growth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's you know he so just—I just, just oh. imagine him in like a sk- pair of skinny jeans and like yes. a sweater and his like nasty New Balance sneakers that rich <laughs> men wear. You know, God, yeah, yeah he those great wings. It, but I'm sorry, but there—I love 
She works it in a lot better in this than she did in Throne of Glass. Because when we get the reveal in Throne of Glass, it's like, oh, good, you're tied up. Let me go ahead and tell you my whole plan. <laughs> Are you talking about Maeve or the spider? Uh, both. Yeah, because yeah. they're one and the same. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then this one, it's like she's prompting him through it. She's yeah, like, she's asking him the questions. She's like poking his He's so his dumb, ego. dude. Villains are so dumb. If Hey, you need to ask yourself. Let's have a moment right now, okay? If you're listening to this, if you ever find yourself with some low-frequency responses and you have to um, tell people who you are, you're in your villain era. Um, yeah. 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 You're in your villain era. So just That's... take a moment, reflect, and then uh, we'll give you a task list of how to move through it at the yeah. end. Great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there'll be a worksheet. There'll be a worksheet. A pop quiz. Yeah. <laughs> but... Do yeah, not bring your own transparencies. That's no, that's maladaptive. That's part of your villain era. <laughs> Leave them at home. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. want to know about your plans. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> yeah, it just that that it was just when he started doing that, I was like, oh, my God, he's actually he's doing they're doing it again. Yeah, I love it. I will if it. You can't have a Sarah J. Mass book without a, a villain monologue. Oh, no, that's how she yeah. ends her book. Because um, the, the next one ends the exact same way. Yes, and yeah. I love it. It's like, even better. Fucking exactly. And then like info dump. three chapters long. It is so long. And it's incredible. You it's There's so, so many long. answers. Yeah. I haven't gotten to that part yet. But you've read the book before. I know, but I don't remember. Okay. You don't remember the ending? Not really. Okay. Oh. Well, and I'm rereading this, and it's it feels like the it feels like the it's first time. That's because here's how much of the book nothing happens. Yeah, she. <laughs> and then here's how much. Here's where all the as Rachel's doing a demonstration. Really it's sad. Ninety-eight percent. Yeah. Nothing. Happens. I, I, I disagree. To... I'm gonna disagree a little bit. Okay. okay? Right, right, I'm right, gonna right. disagree a little bit. While there are lulls in Sky and Breath, like there, like we see in some of her other books, it is the pacing isn't quite as consistent, and the plot is what's a little bit off in Sky and Breath. Yeah, it's because she's juggling so many characters. Yeah, it's because it's it's because she said I have to do another murder mystery. Well, it's the same problem she had in Wings and Ruin. Yeah, it's the yes. exact same problem. Yes. She had too many moving pieces. Yes, mm -hmm. she does. She's. A, not a bad writer, but when she gets too many moving pieces, she gets lost. She'll slow down. She just slows down a little bit. Yeah. I agree. In Sky and Breath, there is, because I had to go back, there's so much in Sky and Breath that I was like, I don't remember reading that part. Like, and then what's the, happening? I don't know. We'll talk about like, that when we talk I can't about ever breath. remember what order events happen in. We've got all this stuff going on with Therian. Like, Therian does a blood oath. Yeah. You know. And then the main plot line for most of the book is resolved. Like really very early. Just like bloop, done, resolved. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, anybody got a free weekend? Yeah, I'm free this weekend. Cool. Let's go to the Asteri. Like, yeah, village. Let's go invade the Asteri archives. Which is the dumbest thing ever. If you've got some time. Yeah, I got some time. And I think I have some like air miles we can just <laughs> jet on over Let's to go. Pangera. It's no problem. Yeah. Check out the capital city. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. Keep us on track, Hannah. Yeah. Can't have the eye. No, I'm sorry. I just um, I got distracted by a text message, and then I was trying to figure out what you guys were talking about. Yeah. Is, the it, end is of everything? Sky and what's breath. the text message? Is it, everything okay? Something that I think was sent to me um, accidentally. Is it a dick pic? No. Unfair. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I gave I... you a dick today. 
Yes, thank you. Oh my God, for giving so me your dick. Where's my dick? Yours my dick's over, over there. there. I got some D on my B day. Yeah, you did. I love some B day D. I love B day D. Oh my God, can I read you the um, Sarah J. Mass poem that my friend sent me this morning? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Can you pause so I can find my phone? So my friend Beth, who I have mentioned several times. Because I only have a few friends, and she's one of them. And she's one that has been reading... Quality over quantity. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, she has been, like, reading these and then listening. So mm-hmm. I always, whenever we say something, I'm thinking about her. Yeah. And, like, uh, I have to remember to be like, Beth, you can't listen to these pods mm-hmm. until you're done reading both books. <laughs> and she'll be like, dang, that's a bummer. And I'm like, our one listener, I don't want her to be sad. <laughs> more than that, listener. we have, like... 27 Four. followers on Apple Podcasts. <gasps> 27! I love every one of <laughs> I you. I love You're all 27 of Please you. Please reach out. I finally logged My into Apple My phone number Podcasts. is... You what? I finally logged into Apple Podcasts. You can't look at Apple Podcasts Meg, unless hey Meg, you're on Apple Podcasts. Meg, I love you. You're very kind. Thanks for leaving us a good review. <laughs> Meg, Rachel talks about you a lot. Because Meg's fair. your good friend. Yeah. 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 She's, She's our... Like, Oh my gosh! Most loyal patron. One and of Hannah's sweet friends. Oh my god! Best story. Go ahead. You want to tell it? No. Okay. So I have this follower on TikTok who likes all my stuff, and I look at her. She doesn't make a lot of TikToks, and I looked at her stuff, and I was like, "Who is this person? Like, I don't know her. I feel like I thought she might have been Leanne for a second, but I was like, that's not what Leanne looks like." And um, she tagged me in something, and I was like, "This person knows me." Mm. <laughs> She speaks my language. (laughs) Is this lovely human? And so that's when I, I guess she, maybe she saw that I like looked at her profile, but then she sent me a message like an hour later. She's like, um, just so you don't think I'm a weirdo, um, I'm in Hannah's book club. And I was like, oh my God, hello, my new best friend. How are you? It's so nice. Thank you so much. I felt so seen and heard. Um, So shout out to her too. Yeah, she's been like listening to every single episode so yeah she was super I like the nice. friend that sent you like the screenshot with her text uh-huh. message that yeah was like oh, rachel got it like, yeah <laughs> i also said that yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> said the exact same thing okay. i'm not the villain to somebody yes. you're no. not no everybody likes rachel everybody likes rachel do they? <laughs> yeah, yes. So yes. that one reviewer who was like, but um, I'm not going to listen to you know what she you know what she did. <laughs> she criticized Throne of Glass. How dare she? <laughs> and will continue to do so. Yeah. And will continue. And we will continue to. We will continue to argue in the comments. About <laughs> yes, this. just kidding. Um, this is this is the okay, SJM let's hear it. poem. I'm I, ready. I, and I think that she brought this up in her mind, not on ChatGPT, because I don't know how ChatGPT would know some of this. This. So wait, Beth wrote this. Beth wrote this poem. Okay. I think. Let's hear I it. think so. It says, "Happy birthday, you radiant soul." May the winds of Temtem's mighty breath carry your dreams to new heights. May your spirit soar like a Braxos in the sky of the wastelands and be as strong and unbreakable as Rhysand, Rowan, and Hunt combined. 
On the crisp and chilly day when the stars have aligned to mark the anniversary of your birth, may the bite of the air remind you of walking through Valaris on winter solstice and provide as much joy, comfort, and togetherness as the Bat Boy's annual snowball fight. In the pages of your life left unread, may you discover hidden realms in the world and within yourself, forge unbreakable bonds, and like Aelin, embrace the good, bad, and ugly and wield the strength within you. Cheers to you, my dearest and wonderful Kate. Like legendary tales told by storekeepers across Aurelia, may your name be whispered in awe and over, and your overall wonderfulness and badassery commemorated. I love that that so so much. So good. I'm crying. Beth, that was amazing. That was really good. I'm just gonna take my present and throw it in the trash. No, now. No. no, 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 no. I she was, like stuff. We already talked about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. She likes stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Um. But oh my I also god, love, that was yeah. amazing. Yeah, and it made me cry first thing in the morning. I love that. Yeah, it was really, really. Kind. I was like, Beth, you need to put poetry on your resumes. Yes. Update your resume. Um, I'm a small poet. <laughs> <laughs> me, I, I could write you a poem too. I would just be like. Uh, Chat GPT, would you put this in iambic pentameter for me? <laughs> I would like this to be an iambic like, pentameter are red, in the voice of Jane Austen. Blue. Thank you. Resand is Regency. hot, and, and so, so are you. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. Lorcan is everything, and so are you. <laughs> but what did he do? But what <laughs> did he do? <laughs> Oh my oh, god! That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so I love a little tearjerker. Tearjerker says JM poem in the. Yeah, she knows me. Yeah, felt seen, felt heard, felt understood. Nice, beautiful. As yeah. you should. Yeah, but I think you know. Great start. Great re-record. Um, yeah, probably yeah. had more info first time around. But yeah, fine. I was trying to think if there was no, anything was like specific. I, I really that like we're the missing. gods. I I want to touch on the gods yeah. because I really do think that we're getting another series in the next few years, and one it's going to be called. I mean, there's been talk for a long time. It's going to be the Twilight of the Gods. In all of these stories, we are seeing the hands of higher powers. The god, the mother, the cauldron, like the mother, straight up shows up at the end of Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the cauldron is its own character in Wings and Ruin. Yeah. They are pulling strings. I want a holy symbol that's a guy motorboating somebody's tits. Okay. We got one. <laughs> Solas. Okay. What if Solas and Cathona are like Rowan and Aelin? The embrace. You know what I mean? Yeah. The embrace. And I'm trying to put them. That's to- how I want to be remembered. <laughs> Can you imagine that's how you remember? Like as two powerful beings. You're yeah. like, well, Your head between time. my titties. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Kathona and her tits. Yeah. Me, me and my happy place. That's what right. I want. <laughs> well, yeah. If I was a god. Well, and I mean, solo, I mean, we've, Mala Firebringer, right? Mm-hmm. Was a sun god. I mean, yeah. I, there's just too many connections. Too many god, too many active, actually existing gods. That are pulling strings. Otherwise, Aeland being sent off. And Aeland sends the gods off. Out of their, she removes them from their world and sends them into another world. Yeah, she mm-hmm. doesn't send them home. No, she rips open a portal and shoves them into a whole. In other defense world. of her great grandmother, who she's hated the entire time. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah, you I'm brought just, it up. I know. <laughs> I was just pointing out, uh, pointing out, just like, making a note of how many gods did she send into the other world? Six, like, seventeen, seven. 
Seven. I don't know. Mm. I'm just saying. Isn't seven How the most powerful number? Magical well, number. I said that about that book. I don't know. I don't remember which pod it was on. I think it made it into the last pod about the books that are mentioned at the end of this one. Yeah. It's the book of readings. Breathings. Breathings. Which is the book Farah has a tantrum and throws into the cauldron at the end of <laughs> War- Wings and Ruin. <laughs> Fuck this book that we spent so much time getting. Bloop, and Bloop. it appears in Jessica's library. <laughs> yeah. See how much more you enjoy something when you when can, you can like, pick the ridiculous parts of it. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. My, I have another friend who just finished Wings and Ruin last night. And so we had a like two hour conversation Ooh, this I, morning about it. I saw someone who said maybe, maybe Akatar was her experimental series where she was just trying to figure out how much she could get away with. And they mm. put that quote where it's like his cries of pleasure drowned out the sobs of the wounded and the dying when she's giving him a blowjob in the tent. <laughs> the, yeah. That's a funny joke. That's, that's an unhinged scene. Yeah. Like, no, it is. It is out of pocket. Moment. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like, what the and it, That is one of my favorite jokes online. Like, yeah. people who know, who really know, it's always a Vaughn joke. It's always the- Vaughn. Bl- the war tent BJ joke, <laughs> the book of breathings when Farah just like tantrums it away. Yeah, me, me, me. I'm not gonna save him today. You know, She's like, well, like, that didn't work. Shit, throw it in the if void. Only I could have read it. Wait, she can read by that point. Yeah, yeah. she could have. Yeah, she can read. Yeah, those those jokes make the universe. Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn will always. We are a Vaughn, a Vaughn fan. This is oh, a Vaughn. Yeah. This yes. is our entire. We are a Vaughn fan cast. <laughs> like whatever's happening in the world, it's I just, just imagine him flying yeah. in the background. Yeah. Like, whoosh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I graceful. Have, I asked you guys about the post that I'm going to do the day before it comes out. Is going to be a bunch of crack theories and head cannon stuff. They're really funny. And one of them is about Vaughn. Like, if you have a question about a character in any universe in SJM's world, it's most definitely Vaughn. For sure, Vaughn. <laughs> 100% Vaughn. Yeah. The Hawk in Sandriel's Triari. We don't meet him. It's Vaughn. We don't meet him in it's Vaughn. any of the books. And what happened was they were like, you're the Hawk. And he missed Rowan, so he didn't correct them. And say, actually, I'm an Osprey. Actually. <laughs> actually, I'm an Osprey, but I miss Rowan, so I'll be the hawk okay. here. Yeah. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> watch him suck. Like, watch him have the worst personality. He does. <laughs> we never we don't know. I He's know. Just, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> I know him. I know Vaughn. I do know Vaughn. And he's so weird. Yeah. So what do you take for the first two, the first two parts? What's your favorite part? Like, what do you think? What do you take with you the most, if you had to think about it? Um, I think I just take with me just really the small moments with Lahaba, <gasps> and, you know, oh, in the I library. I love her so and, much. You know, like just Lahaba, Jessica. Yeah, the yeah. the banter, the fangs and bangs, fangs the, and bangs. Yeah, I like fangs and bangs. Lahaba is so intuitive. I think we talked about that. That made it into the last podcast. You know, just seeing her little world, her little life that she has built up for herself in the face of, like, just devastation. And also, hanging out with Bryce in the first couple parts is kind of like hanging back out with Nesta a little bit. It is. Like, Bryce is is really hating on Bryce. It gets really, really low. And I think Sarah does 
justice to that kind of She's got her peppermint diffusers. You know, she's trying. She's trying, like, no therapy for me, thanks. Yeah. She's so stubborn. That's what I'm saying. I think she's got more, like, I could also see Bryce as, like, a Gemini. Oof. (laughs) Oof. Gemini with something, like... Like, I love Gemini's, by the way. Like almost a Leo moon, like something fixed, a fixed sign that mm-hmm. makes her really like, really challenged to change, but very like gung ho. Maybe like a Taurus with Mars. I don't know. Aquarius. I just like seeing where she starts. <laughs> yeah. Because the first section isn't really where she starts. It's right. after she loses Danica. Yeah. And she's finally alone. And she's like... I won't get my leg fixed because the pain is it's like, I deserve this. It's me that I deserve it. I deserve yeah. this. Yeah. And she's given up everything. She's given up dance. She just goes to work. She goes home. She hangs out with her magical creature Puppy. that she treats like a dog because he doesn't use his magical But he's powers. probably a person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I think Syrinx is going to end up being like scabbers. Yeah. But like good scabbers. Scabbers. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he's gonna end up being like well, the prince of hell. Why else would Lahaba? Why? I mean, sorry, sorry. Why else would Jessica give? Why him? do you apologize? Well, I don't know because you cry when I say Lahaba. Oh, you can talk about Lahaba. Okay. I cry, well, like, I your cry constantly. <laughs> yeah, but like why Every else would day. Jessica? Every day. Jessica gives her things, and it's usually for a reason. I think that, or she lets yeah. her. Or like, why else would she be like? Bryce, come to my office. I would like to show you the dismantled gun above my desk. And just for shits and giggles, the bullet is in the safe. And here is the code so that any of the million dollar Arcasian <laughs> amulets that I have just hiding away. You won't mm-hmm. take them, but here they are. Yeah. No, Jessica is just so definitely you know. now intentionally I'm going to go. I'm going to leave the country for several months. Am yeah. I leaving the country <laughs> or the world? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say... Um, Fuck. Sorry. Nope. Not going to say because I don't remember what it was. But dang it. Was, it. Dang it. Mini I like stroke. Jessica's role in the next book. Yeah. Where she'll be like, no, fuck you, Bryce. And then as soon as she 20 minutes up, later, it shows up. And yeah. she's like, messenger <laughs> at your front door. I know that Jessica is somebody powerful that is looking out for Bryce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether yeah, voluntarily really... or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say that the. No. Nope. I can't remember. It's fine. Fine. That's all right. I think I don't get paid to do this. We're going to go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get your dinner, if that counts. No, nah, dog. I got it. But I'm just saying, like, thank God I'm not a professional. And I don't have to feel bad about the fact that my no, brain doesn't not. my brain doesn't work all the time. I just started the, the <laughs> Today. another podcast with somebody else, just for fun. How many? How many? I, I don't want to talk about it. I have seven. <laughs> Girl, I have hobby. seven podcasts. For seven. Hobby pod. But Wait, really... how many pods do you have? Right now, four, but. Coming 81 kilos. It's about to done. end. Yeah. Is it with Meg? Yeah. Meg! Meg! So Meg! What's Meg! the network? Meg! But Meg talks really fast. Wait, and is it, she's is just it like, a phone one? Um, yeah, we're going to try doing it. Are you going to record your faces? No. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, but, that's how you make it. Anyway, she like talks really fast. On TikTok. And she worries about, like, oh, it's too informal, but like, we're an informal chat podcast. This is what I would expect from an unscripted chat podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want super linear, finish every single thought in sentence, we would have to be scripted and that yeah. would be boring. I don't mind those though. Those are I the kind of pods like, I listen to though. I don't necessarily think it would want to be scripted, but like 
I re- I do appreciate when people have a thought that they finish. <laughs> I do enjoy You finish most finishing. of them. You just remember the ones you don't. You enjoy finishing? Thank you, Hannah. Thank you. I caught that. You're welcome. I I'm also that. love to finish. Thanks for my dick. I gave you a dick. I thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, tattoos. We didn't talk about tattoos. Tattoos are hot. She tattoos. likes tattoos. She's covered in tattoos, dude. Sarah J. Mass. She's got long sleeves on and everything. That woman is covered in tattoos, and I know this because she has tiny tattoos all over her hands. Yeah, and you does. don't just get hand tattoos. Mm-mm. Hand tattoos come after They're sleeves. Like, yep. I, my arms are covered. Yep. And I have and I have hand tattoos. You work up to that. You work up to that because your <laughs> yeah. fingers are the most painful place to get them. Um, oh, there's they do team team building a lot of. She's building a court. Yeah, mm-hmm. an ox, an ox, a cadre, a cadre, triari. Uh, there's a lot of magical items. I love our magical items. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many magical items do we have? She's got the Arcasian arm amulet. Amulet. Arcatar. Adderland. Magic sword. Our god killer. Mm-hmm. Luna's horn. Mm-hmm. A sword. Danica's sword. Yeah. You know? Which we don't know what it does. Star, except the it's star an heirloom. Sword. Yeah. The star sword. Not the dagger. Right. We've got, let's see. Oh, we haven't really talked about this. I really like the way that Sarah mixes. I think she does a great job of mixing magic with technology. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, Michael Crichton-specific, like, explaining exactly. No. But I find that the magic's easier to understand in this world than it is, say, in, like, why did the... Like in Rings and Ruin, when the High Lords gave Reese the power, it just like jumped his heart instead of like giving him more power. power. Yeah, my a friend of mine was asking me about that today, and I was like, "Yeah, that's just one of those things that we um." That's don't say it. Just like Sarah likes to end with a info dump to like clear all the stuff up. Every once in a while, she will absolutely take over the reins for a second and be like. Everyone, I'm about to do a thing, and it's to get us to the next part, and I just need everybody to be okay with it, okay? Yeah. And then we we just get to the next part. Okay. And, yeah. then, and then we all have to go, okay, we didn't see it, Sarah. Like, we didn't <laughs> see you come in and redirect the world a little bit uh, yeah. because yeah. you can't uphold a previous rule and get where you need to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do see a little bit. Doesn't somebody say in Sky and Breath something about the magic versus technology and they were like why can't it be both or yes you know like yes magic technology isn't is it, it the all mech magic warriors because this is a fucking anime is that what yeah, we're talking maybe. about yes <laughs> yeah. it, it it is it it's a hypaxia i think and it yeah. might happen in no that absolutely is a line that somebody says they're like mm-hmm. it's this it's uh, actually that's the same argument when in the best Thor movie that ever existed, <laughs> um, the second Thor where they go back to when Natalie Portman's character goes back to and she's like, is this the, 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 the? they're like, yeah, this is a ma- we call this magic. You would call it science. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. Just yeah. a different understanding and different ability to. Yeah. I mean, if you have the ability to affect science with your hands, I mean, like that's magic or power, magic. like yeah. superpowers. Um which is just another word. We call it magic here. In another universe, they would call it a superpower. Yeah. So, but yeah, it is one and the same. But the synth is new. 
right? Like they mm-hmm. are saying like, it's not magic, it's not science, it's something in between science that made the magic stronger. Yeah. Like a synthetic magic, which is a cool concept. It's like the yeah. hand wavy way that we heal the horn. Yeah. Like it's a healing magic. Okay, but it, it'll it heal a broken magical item? Sure. Yes, correct. It yeah. will. Science yeah. will heal the broken magical item. Yeah. Because it's light that's not light and magic that's not magic. Right. Mm. Yeah, it fits the thing. Yeah. Right. But next time we were going to talk about anything Sky else. Any, any other thoughts on the first two parts of this book? Nope. No, I think that pretty much covers it. I'm going to go to sleep tonight and not be able to sleep because um, I forgot to say something. It doesn't matter because when we get to Sky and Breath, it's like there was a little tiny joking, just kidding, at the end of Crescent City. Because nothing that happens in the first one matters in the second one. There's no synth. (laughs) There's no, like everything we learn in the first one, they're like, just kidding. That was all the, never mind. It's fine. Yeah, it's over. It's a new book starting next. Yeah. Part two. Yeah, I'm just taking that all in. <laughs> I'm just taking that all in. Yeah, I mean that's not wrong. Yeah, not yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. You remember what you thought? What you thought Danica was up to? <laughs> no. Wasn't well, even fucking. Sky and Breath a tiny feels bit. like a middle book so much. It's just a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long bridge of yeah. how do I get from that story to there? Right. And. She does go back. It definitely has that, like you said, the wings and ruin lull where there's so much happening. She's like, okay, well, the murder mystery thing worked really well in the first book. So let's bring in this Sophie Renast and we'll, we'll, we'll do another murder mystery. And then, you know, but it's, it is a different book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the Empire Strikes Back for sure. But Empire's so good. Uh, it I takes, think, it takes warming up too, I think. Yeah. In retrospect, though, Empire Strikes Back. Well, if you couldn't, if you watched Empire Strikes Back and you couldn't immediately go on to Return of the Jedi, oh, that'd be annoying as fuck. Yeah, I'm glad I never had to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm See, glad I never had to do? You know what I'm glad I didn't have to live through? And I think we've mentioned this before. I'm glad I didn't have to read Empire of Storms, want Kingdom of Ash, and have to read Tower of Dawn. <laughs> oh <laughs> I'm my grateful god! That I got vote. I like. I did not have to wait. Yes, I would. I, that's why people hate Tower of Dawn. Yes. <laughs> They're like, yeah. I'm sorry, you want me to lateral right now? <laughs> yeah. You just want to put the brakes on? I don't want to fucking lateral. Oh, I want to no. know where Rowan's wife went. Where is, is Rowan's, Rowan's wife? wife? Where God. is Rowan's wife? Where is she? <sighs> yeah. What are Lord Lorkin and Lead going to do? Lorkin and Lockin. Lorkin and Lockin. <laughs> where is Vaughn? I want the answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, okay. Feeling good about it. Um, great re-recording, Rachel. Great Go job. Go ahead and um, you can do this more often if you'd like. Don't, okay, Please thanks. don't do it again. <laughs> um, uh, happy birthday to me. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Thank you. Um, and we will see you next time when we're going to talk about Sky and Breath. Sky and Breath. We might get it out before House of Flame and Shadow. Nah. Rachel, are we going to go to that midnight thing? Yeah, I thought we could. Hannah doesn't want to go because she's not cool like us. Well, she said it's a that school night. very late at night. It me. is super late at night, but you don't mind? Um, no, but actually, kind of drive I think you, the though. main issue Salisbury? is that I have my child that night. So is the 30th is a Tuesday, correct? Yeah, yeah. So it comes Tuesday. out next have, Monday night. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah, I have my child. There's no way I can do that. So I do want to say one. We'll talk about one more thing and then we'll go. But this book has been leaked. It is being sold out in the world. Um, the Kroger stores and all of the stores that own Kroger have put this on the shelves. And I have seen like four or five copies um, get found. And mm. there's a lot of people looking for them. I got my friends looking for them. I was like, <laughs> you guys, if you see this, I sent them a picture of it. I'll I was just like, wait till mine comes in the mail. I Somebody today on, I made a TikTok like a month ago. And somebody's comment today was, um, this book was leaked 10 days ago. And I was like, bitch, did you look at the time? Like I, I didn't just record this I today. I didn't do this today. Yeah. So I deleted it. <laughs> mean, I'm mean. <laughs> I'm so mean. Bunny bitch mean. I'm so bunny bitch mean. You gotta do what you gotta do. I'm like a tiny little ferocious rabbit. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> like the, <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Don't fuck with me on social media. Anyways, okay. Well, we're gonna do Sky and Brash. Rachel has thoughts. I love the episodes where you have thoughts. Rachel's oh, gonna rage. Good. Rachel's gonna rage. It's again. It's not because I don't like a thing. No, I think there no, are issues with it. the second book too. They're, I to me, it feels like Chambers definitely Secrets, a. And we're gonna talk. Yeah, it's all a Sarah J. Mass moment where she was like, "I know where I want to go, and I'm not sure how to get there, so I'm just gonna do a little bit of driving." Yeah, and but it has a lot of small moments. It, mm-hmm. uh, there's it, there's it, a lot of good it's parts book, of it. It's a book of small moments. It's the big macro movements that definitely feel like, what the shit? This is not what I expected from these characters at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I honestly, I think the decision to go to the Asteri's house is like fucking You wild. are immortal. You have all the time in the world. Are Asteri going anywhere? I don't fucking think so. So... You had time to wait for this all to die out a little bit. You could have waited an infinite amount of time. Yeah. And like waited for them to no longer be looking at you anymore and then gone. You didn't have to be like, well, I got an opening on Saturday. You guys? Well, I mean, I'm fucking free. I could cancel my plans. It's fine. We'll just Uber over. Head out to the other side. We'll it's send, like on another continent. We'll send Hunt over. He it's can like, get some if guns. If we were like, you guys to trying boss. to go to South America this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. You guys and, trying to go like be- to the Vatican this weekend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before you do that, you go into and get a bunch of guns. Talk to your boss on the way out who's absolutely on the Asteri side. But, <laughs> but I think be that's fine. not real. I think that was a lie. You think it was a lie that yes. she betrayed yeah. him? Yeah. Okay. I just Maybe. don't. I won't believe it. But still, just like I have thoughts. Rachel's gonna rage, and it's gonna be a great time. It is, yeah. But we have read House of Flaming Shadows by the time we talk about Sky and Breath, because I don't probably not me. I don't know if I cannot talk about it. No, let's moment. I am finished with it. Well, let's end. I'll record by myself. So until next time, friends. (laughs) Okay, bye. bye. See ya. Just me.